Hey guys, I'm Venice, and if you remember me from last month, I talked about my depression. Since then, I've taken a mental health first aid course where I've learned so much about how, how others perceive people with depression and gained insight into how to communicate better with them. This time, I'm going to talk about why it was so hard for me to open up, because I remember how different I was from before I had depression. I used to be such a carefree person, like I get over things pretty quickly, and I could easily put things or people I didn't like behind me. Also, I always saw the importance of seeking help, and it just all changed when I got depression. Especially for my best friend, I used to find it so easy to tell her everything. And yeah, that's what a best friend is, right? But then I started getting scared of lashing out at her and putting my negativity on her. There's something called meizuyekwa in Cantonese, which translates to smiling depression in English. Right now, it's getting better, but there was definitely one point when I couldn't tell which laugh or smile I displayed to the public was true and which was forced. I never try to be fake on purpose, but I felt like I had some natural ability to be cheerful on the outside instantaneously. It was never like an active decision to appear cheerful, but I kind of just naturally do it. If you ask me if I felt like the social stigma around mental illnesses gave me this pressure, my answer would be no, because more than anything, I wanted to tell someone desperately. I never really saw myself as weak just because of this, so even if someone else thought so, I didn't really care. We still have a long way to go in terms of the stigma around many medical conditions, don't get me wrong, because I am aware that so many people feel that way. What I felt was that my friends have enough on their minds and shouldn't have to handle someone else's problems. When someone is depressed, there's an inherent fear that they are burdening others with some sort of responsibility. And this isn't something we enjoy, you know? We don't want to feel guilty, but sometimes that's just the way it is. I also became rather turbulent, and in general, I couldn't really keep my emotions anymore. So my solution was just to avoid situations altogether. Like one time, I was playing tennis, and I just suddenly felt so small and miserable, and I left two hours early, because I would rather break down alone than in front of other people. So yeah, I'd say even if someone with depression might not show it, they might have a tendency to leave randomly, to avoid showing their depressed side. There was a really long time when I tried to tell my best friend that I was feeling miserable on a specific day, and she wouldn't know what to say. She'd say something along the lines of, you have to tell me why so I can comfort you. I don't know, but it made me question myself. Yeah, I mean, how could I expect her to know what to say if, if even I couldn't pinpoint why I was feeling this way? I was a bit sad and frustrated because she was always the person who understood me the best without explanation. The sudden contrast was unfamiliar to me. Having to explain why I'm sad doesn't make it any better. Sometimes we just need a conversation that may lead us to understand ourselves. Because as much as it is about environmental stress factors, we're often oblivious to the genetic and biochemical factors that contribute to our emotions. How to help. Sometimes your attitude is more important than what you respond with. Firstly, approach them with sincerity. Don't come in trying to pull them out of their sadness. To gain the trust of someone struggling is not easy, because we feel naked and vulnerable, 
and we suddenly have to strip off the mask that we wear. Chances are, someone who isn't qualified in the field of counseling is unlikely to make a big impact on a, on a depressed individual in one go. Most importantly, it is to recognize your limits and encourage a person to get appropriate professional help, such as a psychiatrist, counselor, social worker, or a clinical psychologist. On a personal level, listening might already be enough. Not forcing your responses means giving them the space to say whatever is on their mind, if they're willing to. And from there, we might be able to grasp a bit of clues as to how a series of events has led to this particular episode. It's also worth knowing that depression is a long haul. It's more of a series of many small things over a long period of time, rather than a one-off sadness due to an unfortunate event. For those with depression, people care. They want to help whether you think they do or not. And I know so well that this is all so abstract and unimaginable to you because I have been in your shoes, feeling like nobody cares about you in this world. Keeping this a secret will only give it more power to hurt you. It might seem like, you know, you can handle this yourself and telling someone will only make matters worse. But no, that's not true. Opening up, seeking help are things that should be normalized. My clinical psychologist gave me a really good tip. Design your own first aid kit. Perhaps you could talk to the people who have made you feel listened to and comfortable in the past and cultivate a good support network of people you can go to when you need. As for those who make you feel awkward, remember this isn't their fault or yours. Sometimes relationships may work better with distance and time. You may feel bad for taking up all their time and energy, and that is, and that the easiest thing is to tackle things alone. But if you give your first aid kit a try, it could be different. Let them care and let them make a difference. By no means am I qualified as a therapist or any of that sort. What I'm doing here is putting my perspective as someone who has depression out there, so hopefully there's a bit more empathy amongst friends and family of those struggling. Depression manifests itself differently in different people. So a method that works for me or you may not work for someone else. It truly requires effort from both ways to find out what each individual needs. Thank you for listening. I'm Venice. And next time I'll be talking about my successful experiences with therapy and seeking help.